What's up, guys, and welcome in to episode 217 of the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We're here for an NFL Wednesday. Tom, we're doing it a little late. It's a Thursday, but before the Thursday night game. How you doing, man? Yeah, just barely getting it in, although we both know that um, you and I are staying the hell away from the Thursday night game. I, I am, at least. Really? I was just going to say, and like, I figured you're it's not a, doing this again, are you? It's a like, two-pronged thing because for you, because one, you don't do Thursday night games, and two, the Vikings are involved, so... I really figured you weren't going to do it. That's a very smart call by you. Absolutely fucking not. Um, But I am looking forward to the game. It should be a good one, and I'm glad to know that none of us are making this pick. But going back to last Thursday, Tom, we had Will Smith's Cowboys in New Orleans against the Saints. They won 27-17. It was a 10-point game. I felt like it was a little bit more than that. And this was a Cowboy win that they had to have. They looked pretty good. I know Zeke's dealing through with an injury right now. Pollard is as well with a torn plantar fascia, but Mm. he's going to play probably on Sunday. But, you know, in the past, again, I keep saying this, and this isn't to troll. This is a game that the Cowboys might have lost in the past, and they went in and handled business after a bad Thanksgiving loss. Yes, and I feel like we've been saying it all year. The Cowboys are a different team. Uh, They are a Super Bowl caliber team, in my opinion, when they force turnovers. Taysom Hill had four interceptions in this game. And if that's the only stat you showed me, then I know the Cowboys won. If they can continue to get pressure on the quarterback and force turnovers, they will most likely be in at least the NFC Championship game this year. You know, I I obviously root against that, but I I certainly agree. And Parsons, can we just talk about him for a minute, by the way? Because I know we've talked about how good he is in spurts, but we haven't really given him his flowers. I was a little pessimistic about the pick just because of some of the accusations that came out of Penn State. But he's been a model citizen there, and he's been – I mean, he not, Tom, he might not just win Defensive Rookie of the Year. He might win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much what everybody was saying on the Thursday night broadcast is he's been that good. Um, I think it's pretty much between him, Watt, and a few other guys. He's he's a menace, man. He's He seems to always be getting to the quarterback. They got him all over the field playing outside linebacker, doing a little bit of coverage stuff and just even stuffing the gaps in the run. He's been an excellent player. And he's completely he's, changed that Cowboys defense. Completely, and then you know his between the him model, Diggs, and them getting the other big guy on the other side. I forgot his name back last week. Rushing the quarterback, they look like a different team. Well, I was just going to say the model in which they play, where you have a stud D lineman creating absolute havoc on the quarterback, throwing these you know lollipops up in the up in the air. The ball hawk of Diggs, who the first half of the season we were talking about might be the defensive player of the year you knew that I mean, was going to regress to the mean though right they, well it was only because of the takeaways yeah and he was on a historic pace but that recipe right there man it lends itself to success in the playoffs my giants had that for a few years they didn't have the best cover corners they didn't have the best safeties but they had ball hawks and they had a really good defensive line and the cowboys have that right now yeah and between that and their offense which I, I, as you alluded to is is a little banged up but still able to put points on the board against a decent Saints defense. They can score with anybody 27 points with Zeke Hurt, um, Amari Cooper coming off COVID, Pollard got dinged up in the game. Um, What's his name? CeeDee Lamb coming off an ankle, and then Gallup coming off IR. They're not even close to healthy yet. No, but they got better, and and they're just going to continue to get better. They have a big test this coming week. We'll see if either of us pick that game. 
But that was a big win for them, and they, they started Week 13 off real well. And, and Taysom Hill, by the way, I know you – I gave you your props last year when he had that one good game. Can we just retire him from starting quarterback status, although he might play another game? It seems like Peyton's He's readying starting. him to start this week. I know, but – A great, a fun fantasy quarterback. He still put up points somehow. Uh, even with the four picks, but yeah, he's he's not a winning quarterback, and he's like forty years old. Yeah, and you got yeah, he 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 has a finger injury that kind of looked a little similar to the one Russ had, and I guess yeah. it wasn't as bad. But then you got semi. It's just a bad situation for quarterbacks down there. In New did you see Russ but named teams? He did, and then he shot them down today. Mm, he sounds he him, shot them down. Him him and the uh, other guy in Washington seem to be. Subtly doing things and then shooting them down. Oh man, this is why Damn you little. and I are on such a roll because I was just going to say in the other league in the Pacific Northwest, that superstar shut down trade rumors too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, uh, sorry, on. Oregon, Portland isn't Oregon, but Pacific Northwest. I know what you meant. I wasn't yeah. going to call you out on it. Everybody <laughs> know what you meant. I, Thank I, you. There's, I could be a bad guy, but the specificity between Washington and Portland, eh, you're fine. It's not fine. California, uh, so who cares? You were in Staten Island today. You're good. Um, that <laughs> might as well be another country. That might as well be a third world country. <laughs> you should be saying thank you for your service. That's a strong take. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> Dolphins, Giants, Tom, we're with the locals. Both of us lost after a fun week where they previously won, and you know, I did my full rant after the Tampa Bay game, so I'm not going to go all the way back in. No need to. Joe Judge just sucks. Just say, just say I stand with my words. That's all. I mean, this uh, and team does, is – and the Dolphins, obviously, too, is leading the league in completion percentage, but I think you or I could lead the league in completion percentage the way they've got him throwing the ball. But, I mean, this this Dolphins team is a beatable team. Not, not that I'm saying the Giants should have won, but they didn't even keep it close. I mean, Glennon's not good. We know that. Yeah. But they were in this game. The defense actually played well, but Judge just, he sucks. And and the fact that when we do our post-mortem at the end of the season for both of our teams, Looking I'm going to tear into him. Oh, me too. It, 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 dude, he's so bad as a head coach. And he was taking positives out of this game. They had nine points. Graham Gano, three field goals, phenomenal. It, Glennon's not good. We know that, but... The skill position, guys, you can't get Galladay involved. Saquon's a shell of himself. Galladay, this man, terrible, terrible, bad team. signing, huh? I mean, I think that's more on him than it is anybody else. I, yeah, and I think there was a bit of desperation too. It reminded me a little bit of the the Brandon Marshall signing from a few years ago. Even though obviously Galladay's younger than Marshall was at the time, but it just sucks. This team is so demoralizing to watch. I mean, you watch the Giants play, and now we'll talk about your Jets. It doesn't even look like our two local teams are even playing in the same league as mm-hmm. the rest of the NFL, Tom. I mean, they're, should be they're relegated. and I get, I I give Wilson they should be. I give Wilson credit. He actually looked really good in the first half. He threw a couple touchdown passes. Yeah. Yet somehow you only came away with eighteen points because yet another field goal kicker couldn't make extra points. Oh my God! I mean, listen, Zach Wilson looked great to start the game. Led the team down the field a couple times. Um, but then, you know, that Philly defense started getting to him and mistakes were made and, and the Jets defense just looked like, I mean, like, did they even know Dallas Goddard was on the fucking field? He's like the tallest guy <laughs> on the field, dude. And, and I mean, back-to-back drives. It's just, 
it's like, and Sal is known for defense. It's just, you know, I got to give the guy a chance. It's his first year. You did it with Judge for a few years before this year. You inevitably year. threw in the towel. Yeah, one. This is year two. Yeah, yeah, but you talked nicely about him last year, so I'm going to try and do the same thing. But I, I may be. It's crazy. I feel like the Jets and the Giants every year trade positions. Like you were, you're in the same boat that the Jets were last year, and I feel like next year we're going to be in the same boat that the Giants were with our head I coach. Think you're- I think you're right. The only reason that I talked complimentary about Judge at all was because they did finish strong. I mean, it was 6-10, and 10, but they won five of their final seven. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there was reason to be optimistic, unlike, you know, Robert Saul was a defensive guy, right? And this defense is an absolute sieve, dude. I mean— they, It's crazy, they, though, because sometimes they'll come out, you know, and teams that can't put up points and that are bad teams— if their defense comes out playing hard, at some point they're just going to give up. It's just an inevitability. But sometimes they come out playing so hard, and I'm like, Joe Judge has his defense dialed up, and then sometimes Dallas Goddard gets free on damn near every single play. There's no, I think that, there's no continuity. I think that they're kind of microcosms of each other or, or comps of each other, right, where they're both very high-character coaches. I think they have – what's best interest to the players, which is why the players constantly buy in, even though they keep losing. But the end of the day is I don't think that either of us are going to walk away with this season thinking that your jets or my giants have their coach. No. And for me, it's a, it's a question mark for you. It's a definite. Yeah, no, I think you're right. As, as far as the jets, one question I have for you. So after the game, Bryce Hall, one of your defenders uh, was asked if, they prepared at all for Minshew and he was candid and said no <laughs> we were preparing for Jalen when Tom I mean we, I know we did our pod Wednesday last week on time but all indications kind of pointed towards Hurts not playing and remember he was horrible in the Giants game the week before is that a call out of the coach in your opinion is that him just being honest I think like, it's more him know? just being honest but it really it doesn't help the cause because the way I look at that, that's just ridiculous. Um, you know, first of all, I, even if a quarterback's healthy, I feel like good teams like the Patriots are still going to prepare even a little bit in case the backup comes in and, and know his tendencies. And the fact that Jalen Hurts was very questionable, almost near listed as doubtful. Um, I know he was a game-time decision, but still, all the tea leaves said that he wasn't going to play. And the fact that you weren't ready for Minshew, that's a joke. That's a joke. I felt the same way. I mean, Minshew started 11 for 11 in that game, which was very evident that you didn't prepare for him. And that's an no, and, and, and you could tell because they're very different quarterbacks. Minshew's kind of an accuracy, um, just going to death by a thousand paper cuts kind of guy. Jalen Hurst is more of a run all over the field and he'll get you a big play kind of guy. And I, and the and the Jets were not ready for for an accurate quarterback that's going to throw you know under under the 10 yard line. Not at all. Uh, 11 for 11, and you mentioned the Goddard, you know, did they even know he was on the field? Obviously not. It, it was it was just another pathetic performance by both teams. And, and truly, Tom, I don't know which team is worse because at least the Jets can say that they're in a rebuild. They got a rookie head coach. They got a rookie quarterback who has missed some time. The Giants quarterback is missing more time. Joe Judge is a second-year coach. There obviously haven't been any adjustments and it's just, again, I keep saying it, it, it's when you watch these two teams, it's, it just doesn't look like they're even playing in the same NFL as even the other worst teams. I mean, maybe you can say Jacksonville, but 
They even push the ball down the field. Sometimes. Yeah, at least Detroit. I mean, I know they have more wins than Detroit, but Detroit has been in almost every single game has been a one-score game. At least there's some confidence there. For sure. I mean, they fucked a lot of people with spreads this year, although not winning up until this week, which yep. we'll get to. But let's move off of the negativity that is our locals. And and Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they went into Atlanta and they handled business. The Patriots killed them a couple weeks before, and Brady said, yeah, I saw what you did, and I'm going to do you one better. They, held, they gave up 18 points, which the pass didn't do, but Brady threw 33 on them. And this was just a good, good game for Tampa that seems to be kind of doing what they did last year, which is get hot in around December. Yeah, and Brady's gunning for that MVP because he had twenty, uh, either twenty attempts or twenty completions in the first quarter. Um, so he's that was a heavy passing game. And Gronk was back, and he threw two touchdowns to him. Yeah, I mean he was he looked like vintage Brady out there, and I think honestly, given the parity in the league this year, he's playing the best. I think he might win MVP. He's him right or, up there, man. him or Rogers, and I don't think it's a it's a it's a. I think the writers vote on that. You know how surly they can be. So given what given what the shit he pulled in the offseason, I don't think he's going to win it. i put my money on Brady. Well, you could put in season two just a few weeks ago. But, yeah, I uh, I think Brady's right there for sure. Uh, he's, he's as accurate as he's ever been, and he's proficient as he's ever been, and he's just waiting on Antonio Brown to get a real vaccine card to come back for the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. Don't, don't even bring it up. Let's move on to the next game. <laughs> I think that's a good call. Uh, we, we talked about this just a few seconds ago, but Lions beat the Vikings, Tom. And if there was a team that the Lions were going to beat, didn't you think it was going to be this one? Your boy, Kirk Cousins. And you know what? I Kirk Cousins has almost become a sympathetic figure because you put up 27 points on the worst team in the league, and I know they were missing their two best linebackers. Of course, I had them spread across a million teases, that being the Vikings. Um, but it's just like, first of all, the defense on the last play of the game, Zimmer, they, they, the owner of the team should have gone down there after and just said, don't even, don't even come back to the locker room. I'll talk to the guys <laughs> after that shit. Like they're playing prevent defense on the, on the six yard line. I mean, and, and golf did what he had to do and he got it done, but that's just, they handed them that, that W and I'm happy for Campbell because he seems like he's really involved in the community there and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, I feel for, for Cousins because a lot of these losses that have been on his, on his shoulders over the past few years um, have, have really been due to other circumstances. But you know what? At the same time, I've seen so many times where he needs to get, to get a first down and he throws it behind the chains. So I really don't feel that bad. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this game was not on Cousins. It, the Lions went for it before their miraculous comeback. They went for it on fourth and inches at their own 20 and missed it. And and that was the cry for that was the cry for Wolf that a team that's desperate needed to make and they didn't get it. So obviously Cousins there with a short field converts the college football overtime field yep. position, gets the touchdown and they go up 27-22 and you're like okay, here we go. That you could argue that they should have wasted more time off the clock, but at that point you're down five, you need a touchdown, they got it. And then Detroit comes roaring back, and I give Jared Goff a lot of credit for two things. One, orchestrating that drive, finding St. Brown in the end zone with that terrible defense that you alluded to, and then having the uh, the video of his girlfriend at her photo shoot 
seeing uh, it in real I knew time. That was coming. Oh, I ca- oh, come on. We're one of you're us. You're 30 now, so you're an old pervert, basically. None of us. Oh, stop it. One of us was going to mention it. I give him a lot of credit for both. And It's and not going to be me. I, I love my girlfriend very dearly. She vacuumed before this. She's to, a sweetheart. It has nothing to do with that. And if you can't acknowledge another <laughs> woman's attractive features, well, then that says bad things about your relationship. And, and I'm going to come in and I'm going to be a little uh, – I'm going to call you out. But that was a very good that was a very good win for Detroit, and I'm happy for him because, like you said, Campbell seemed to be involved in the community. Tom, when he gave the game ball to the Oxford High School after the school shooting and read off all the names, uh, it, it, if you have a soul, even even me, that uh, that was touching. That was yeah, cool. it definitely was big moment for him, and the fact that he remembered them in that moment was huge. Um, and we're talking about two non-playoff teams for a little too long here. Um, Cardinals. Watch beat, us talk real fast next week about Minnesota beating Pittsburgh by twenty tonight. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> that 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 is something that would happen. Um, but I'm not going to bet on it. I won't do it. Um, Don't. Cardinals beat the Bears thirty three to twenty two. Murray and Hopkins are back, and Cardinals keep it moving, man. Nasty conditions in, in Chicago. Didn't Dalton didn't play well. But, yeah, they came out firing. I think the first touchdown was Murray to Hopkins, and away they went. Sorry, guys, If you, by the way, if you hear some meows. Oh, heard that. Yeah, sorry. Soy is being a little shitbag. We got him a new toy, too. <laughs> Fucking girl. Oh, boy. Wow. Look yeah. at this. He's not even we in the room. A, we got a cat. Well, he's crying behind the door, I assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. He probably wants to go outside. Um yeah, the, you made the, him an outdoor cat? No, nah, I have a harness and a leash. I'm trying to make him a dog, if anything. Oh, yeah, you, you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't go out on his own. He He's always on the harness. No, no, no. Yeah, the harness. That's uh. right. Uh, going back to the Cardinals, Tom, though, like they, they weathered the storm without their main guys. And Zach Ertz, I mean, is just paying dividends as a huge midseason pickup every single week. Do you think this team – I mean, I, I ask you this every week, and you ask me too because I think it's worth asking – where are they right now? In if they were in the NFC Championship game, would you be surprised at all? And you know, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't want to give them the credit, and then maybe that's because I don't respect Kingsbury, and maybe it's because I don't respect this defense. But I, I wouldn't be surprised given what they've done so far this year. They've won every game in front of them. They've won a lot of big games. And what are they, ten and or eleven and th- two? I think they have two or three losses. Yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't. They're, not, they're listen, in control of the NFC West. Listen, between Connor and whoever their backup is, because Edmonds is out, that running attack's incredible. Ertz was like, Ertz is like the pickup of the year. Talk about Kenny Galladay. They could have, the Giants should have got Ertz for free. Um, oh, we got, we got uh, Kyle Ev- Rudolph. We're fine. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph and Evan Ingram. What a two-headed <laughs> monster. It's like Gronk and Aaron yeah. Hernandez, right? R.I.P. Yeah, sure. Is it R.I.P.? Yes. We say RIP to him? Yes. Okay, still? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. I was just throwing out <laughs> feelers there, seeing how you felt about it. Um, yeah, Cardinals. Cardinals. All right, Cowboys-Cardinals. They play in the championship game. Cardinals most likely are at home. Who wins? Oh, I got to take the Cardinals if they're at home. Well, they're the one seed. Right. That's a t- I mean that you said that very, all like very as a matter of fact. 
I, because I think that highly of this team. Wow. If they're healthy going into the playoffs, Tom, as good as Tampa is, as good as Green Bay is, I don't know if Tampa used all their bullets on last year, and I still don't know if Green Bay is good enough to get all the way there. I, I think that this is as complete of a team of healthy as you can get because especially with the versatility on their defense. I mean, Buda Baker's a stud. You got Isaiah Simmons who really knows what he's doing now between linebacker. He's slipping into coverage in the secondary. And this team's really good. Okay. I think I would take the I think I would take the Packers and the Bucks. I think I I think they beat the Cowboys though. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't think so. The so I guess in my opinion they're the game. third. <laughs> in my opinion, I think they're the third best team in the NFC, and in yours, they're the best. So, but think about how crazy that is. And I mean, because you mentioned how Dallas is playing like a Super Bowl caliber team, and I don't totally disagree with you on that. As I said, they have the makings uh, of a championship caliber team. I just don't trust them because they haven't earned my trust or anybody's trust, unless you're a delusional Cowboy fan. Sorry, Will. To think that they're going to make the plays to win no, listen, games Will, the last, against other really good teams down the stretch in a postseason game. The last time I spoke to Will, he, he I couldn't believe what he said, but he said he's taking it one day at a time. One game at a time. It's very mature. Very mature. All right, you ready to move on to the next game? Let's do it. chargers Bengals. This game was... Weird. Uh, the Chargers went up twenty-four to nothing really quick, and then Joe Burrow and the Bengals make a comeback. I think this game would have been even more interesting had Joe Burrow not. I don't know if he broke his finger or he just jammed it, but he was in a hell of a lot of pain. Um, I, I still hold out hope for the Bengals. I really do. And as for the Chargers, I'm not confident in them really, even after this win. It was a weird game because I think these two teams are mirror images of each other. Hmm. That's a good point. Like, I, a lot of skill right, players. Like, yeah, go ahead. No, go yeah, ahead. that's all I was saying. A lot of skill players defensively. They can get to the quarterback, but they can't stop the run. Right, and they both have weeks where they look like they're as good as any team, not only in the AFC, but also in the entire NFL. But then they have weeks where they just completely underwhelm you. They have some bad losses, and the Chargers needed this game for any chance of a of a postseason berth. Now they got my Giants this week, so they're in good shape there. But mm-hmm. they they went on the road and won against a Cincinnati team that was coming off a huge win. And Chase also had a really bad game. He had a ball dropped in the bread basket that he dropped yeah. that could have changed this game. Well, he bobbled ball. it, turned into an interception. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, he that was set up for a real Bengals touchdown, and you changed the game, and it was ended up being pick. I mean, talk about a complete 180. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think these teams are very similar. I, I just look at them as like, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me they beat their opponent by 20 every week, and I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that they laid an egg and lost by 20 to a team that's not as good. Yeah, that's, that's the way I feel. Um, but I do have to ask now that they have faced off head-to-head, who would you take out of the two quarterbacks? Obviously, two is not in this conversation. Alabama's trash. Right. Um, <laughs> but out, out, of Herbert, out of Herbert and Burrow, who are you going with to start a franchise? It's so tough, man. I don't think you can go wrong either way. No. But I, 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 got, I got Burrow right now by a little bit. Okay. Just by I'll a go, little bit. I'll go with Burrow as well. Not to be boring, but... Uh, I think Burrow does a little bit more 
Um, and I think he's going to last a little bit longer um, given the intangibles. I'm not saying that Herbert's a bad guy. Burrow's just a different animal. Well, no, not only intangibles as far as character, but also intangibles of, like, are you going to make the play that costs your team a game? I mean, I think we can both agree that out of just raw skill set, Herbert's probably better. Oh, yeah. The arm strength is probably a little Herbert's bit better. Probably the most, aside from Mahomes, I think he might be the most talented quarterback in the league, including Josh Allen. Yeah, which is crazy to say just from an arm talent standpoint. But you look at Burrow, and he's just efficient as hell, and he makes every Every single throw on the field, you talk about three three level scorers in the NBA. He's a three level passer in the NFL, yep. and he's efficient on all of them. Granted, he has a lot of talent, as does Herbert, which helps make them better. But right now, I would just lean Burrow. I'm right there with you. Rams beat the Jaguars. I I don't take much stock into this game. I don't either. Just again, though, that the Rams needed to get right game, and I think for their for their confidence, getting Odell a touchdown and, and cool having Stafford swing too. the ball. Yeah, cool celebration. I miss those days, except not really. Hmm. Um, they, need, they needed a game like this, and they got it. Yep. All right, next up, Washington football team beats the Raiders 17-15 to in an ugly-ass game. Um, not much to say here. Football, Although the football team's defense looks better without Jamar, which is crazy. I made that point last week, and, and I couldn't believe I was saying it, and it manifests yet again. And, Tom, did you know this is the second straight week that they won 17-15? So, yeah. obviously, they're holding it down with their defense, and Heineke's making just enough plays. They're rallying around him. I think they're – obviously, Riverboat Ron has got these guys playing hard. And How weird is it, though, because both of us have made the statement that they're playing this much better without a generational pass rusher. It, it just doesn't make sense, but they're doing it. No. A lot, a lot of the season doesn't make sense, including the Patriots beating the Bills, but not beating the Bills, but the way they beat them, and we're going to talk about that later. That's just adding to this weird, weird season. But they got the job done. They did, and a good game on the road. Remember, the Raiders, they had an offensive barrage against Dallas on Thanksgiving, and they had plenty of extra rest. So for the Washington football team to go into – Vegas on a short week because they hosted Monday night the week prior. Uh, I, this was impressive. I, I don't mm-hmm. think – I don't know how you feel. And I, obviously, Dallas, barring any kind of crazy collapse, they're winning this division. But I don't think anybody wants to play Washington heading into the postseason if they no, get there. not at all. I mean, we said it last year. They, they gave Tampa Bay the best run of any of the teams leading up to the Super Bowl, including the Super Bowl. So – I wouldn't want to play that team either. They definitely have a lot of fight. A lot of fight for sure. Moving on to the next one, the Seahawks finally get a win. Rough one for you. They beat the 49ers 30-23 to in a game that was anybody's game. Russ finally made some big plays. But this was, to me, Tom, and I'm sure you're going to feel the same way, this was because San Francisco was just absolutely depleted offensively. They, they're throwing in the towel. They got nothing left. How many years in a row – I mean, Kittle had a great game, but he gets hurt all the time. How many years in a row are we going to talk about the Niners being depleted? I mean, they go through running backs like fucking candy, and they lost Debo Samuel, who was their, you know, their pretty much running back this year. I mean, it's just like, how long can you be snake bitten for? At least the second year in a row. I mean, at least they went to the Super Bowl in 2019. But, yep. yeah, it's it sucks. It sucks because you know that you know that they're capable of being really good. Um, 
But see, I don't need it this game. But Tom, I wouldn't worry because Jamal Adams in this game tore his labrum and he's officially out for the year, making that the Jets trade with Seattle being up there in the top five trades of all time. I I love it. I absolutely love it, and we're probably going to get a top ten pick out of it. Uh, and we got to pick what last year as well. Uh, incredible trade for a safety on a non Super Bowl team. Beautiful. Thing. Not playoff team. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was saying last year they 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 you know there was no way they were going to go to the Super Bowl and they still traded for him. It was just what a trade, and hopefully that's enough draft stock to get yourself into the Russell Wilson conversation, or maybe Deshaun Watson. That's the only thing I'm going to say about Deshaun Watson. We're only talking about it on the field right now. Yep. Nope. That's, um, where, that's where we'll end it. Yes, that is where we'll end it. Steelers Ravens. Um, is it, I guess it's possible for a quarterback to have a massive regression in the middle of the year because, I mean, we were. I feel like a few weeks ago I was talking about how Lamar's starting to take more of the intermediate passes, not just throwing it deep and running, and then and now he's back to that seemingly. Yeah, you're you're 100 right, and he was. Uh, he, he looked like he was finally getting all elements of the passing game down, and not everything, and it didn't the, didn't hold. This was a bad game. This was a bad game. And, you know, obviously these two teams hate each other. There's a longstanding rivalry there. Big Ben made just enough plays to win. I thought that was much more dependent on their defense and Lamar making some mistakes. And I thought the two-point call, Tom, I would love to get your take on it because I actually thought it was the right call. I think he just missed the throw. Andrews was open. He just threw a laser when he should have thrown a nice little lob pass. I know it's on the road, and conventional thought says, you know, with Justin Tucker, kick the extra point, and you head into overtime. What did you think of the call? I just think with as bad as Lamar has looked and how he's been playing, I think you put the ball, but on the contrary, you can talk yourself into, you know, one run, and he can lead us down the field for a Justin Tucker field goal. If, we, if our defense just gets a stop there, we get the W. I think you go for overtime there. With the inaccuracy of the intermediate passes, which he's really struggled with, with the automaticness of Justin Tucker being probably the greatest kicker of all time, um, yep. I would have I would have definitely tried to try to catch lightning in a bottle in overtime there instead of go for two. I just don't have the confidence in Lamar to. I understand that you know he's dangerous; he can run it in and stuff. But when they're going to stack the box, make you pass it, look what happened. I think you and obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but. Even then, I would have said, no, nah, go take take your chances in overtime. Your defense can stop these guys. Big Ben's throwing ducks like there's there's no tomorrow, and there shouldn't be a tomorrow for him. And <laughs> and and Lamar can can get sixty yards on one broken play. Yeah, and and all of that lends itself to to saying that that was the correct call. But I I do like because if you but if you're on the road, I guess you go for it, right? Not conventionally. I mean, I I don't know. I To me, it was going back earlier in the season when they played the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night and they needed a fourth down conversion to ice the game. And Lamar was like, are we going for it? And Harbaugh said, you already know. And they went for it and got it. And yeah, I felt Lamar, like was, kinda... Lamar was playing a lot different then than he is now. I understand that, but I do think from a message standpoint, that kind of set the tone for what you're going to do. And you trust your MVP, you you trust your great tight end, and 
they again they had the play it was there it was a if Lamar just made a softer pass that's a touchdown or that's a two-point conversion and they win but I I see all the the points for the other way around I just thought it was a great fascinating old-fashioned Steelers Ravens game and you know this the Steelers won't die it's just a credit to their head coach anybody that thinks Tomlin is needs to move on from Steelers Nation like you guys have no idea how good you've got it no you want to hold on to him as long as you can all right, the Chiefs win with defense against the Broncos on Sunday Night Football. They have figured this defense out. And honestly, in my opinion, if if your weak link right now is Patrick Mahomes trying to get back to true form, then you're fine. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Sorensen made some big plays in this game, which was absent the first you know 10 weeks of the season. And they're looking a lot better. And in a divisional game, you, you, you'd like to win a little bit more convincingly, but I, I look at Kansas City in this game and I just say there's still room for improvement, yet you guys keep winning. So go for it. Yeah, and I mean I'm I'm definitely staring at putting a bet in for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I think you should. Uh, I, there's a lot of momentum trending that way, especially if this defense figures itself out. I mean obviously Clark has finally figured out where he needs to play and but the one thing that does scare me, Tom, is they continue to have a few key drops yeah. every week that cost them more points. And I just wonder if that's going to finally come back to bite them in the ass. Even Tyree Kill, who's been as sure-handed as any receiver. Yeah, I don't know if it's like, is that an anomaly? But it seems to happen every week. So at some point, it's just not. That's my thought, too, is it's just this might be what they are, and they're going to have to make up for it and – how ironic would it be if it was a team that we just made fun of their defense pretty much all season that came back and was the reason that they represented the AFC? Yeah, right? Well, they have turned it around because they have been stopping teams of late. Um, final game, rough game, rough weather game. And, I mean, with the weather and the way the Patriots are playing – Mac Jones throws three passes in the game, goes two for three. Would you would you see it any other way for a New England Patriots to go on the road and beat the Bills? No. And, and <laughs> I'm just going to say this, and I mean this from the sincerity of my heart, because we're friends and I love you. And I just want to feel – I just feel so bad <laughs> for Bills fans, for Jets fans, and for Dolphins fans. The window was over. I mean, we're watching – documentaries every week from seasons of Brady and New England. We had one year, right? And you had one year and you thought, oh, thank God, they didn't even make the playoffs. It's over. And then they do this. And uh, Tom, I I just feel so sorry for you as part of the other trifecta of that division because they're not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere, and his brilliance continues to manifest in games like this. The, they weren't <sighs> even running the ball that well. They were just as committed to it. I felt like I was watching a game. I mean, you and I were recording the pod for the second. I was like, half. "Is this the Army Navy game?" Or, but it was from like the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I, it's like I don't even know what to say. I, I, I think you need to say something. What, what, what the fuck do you want me to say? Belichick's probably <laughs> the greatest coach in the history of sports, much less football, and and he's just going to run it back. I mean, he might coach from the from the from the netherworlds from the next world when he dies. 
He might figure out a way to do that. I, I just I need to ask you this, and this is not from a Jets thing. It's I had my fun with that, but we asked this three weeks ago, so let's do it again. Is this the team now to beat in the AFC? I absolutely think they are. This is this is Belichick's kind of team. Young quarterback that he can mold, he can control, um, and is going to do his job and nothing more on and or off the field. Decent skill position guys, but nobody, nobody's sexy. He's really only had that in Randy Moss um, until he went and got Antonio Brown. And a running game and a hard-nosed, fast defense that has a lot of versatile players. And, and honestly, like... I might have to do a Patriots Chiefs Super Bowl bet. AFC champion, yeah, yeah. AFC championship no, I, game. Excuse me. I know what you meant. Yep, I, I think that that's probably the trajectory in which they're at. Um, you know, to me, I, I don't think that there's, and you can correct me if if you have anyone else that stands out, but I don't think there's been any young quarterback that came from one system went to the other and was more equipped to handle it than Mac Jones going from Nick Saban to Bill Belichick. Cause he even said it was like, you know, I, I just, this was the job I was asked to do. So I did it. I mean, it's like, it's like the same he's brainwashed from four years in Alabama to his first year in new England. It's the same. And I saw a great meme. It was like, when you do nothing on the team project, but you still get an A and it was him at the and it was him at the podium, but it's true because Saban never gave a shit. It's like, hey, if we have to win this game this way, we're going to do it this way. Would you be shocked if when they play the Bills in two weeks in New England, if they threw the ball forty six, they threw the ball forty six times and ran it three? No, whatever whatever needs to be done will be done. It, it's it's amazing, man. It really is. You ready to move on to our picks? I'm very ready. Let's do it. Recapping last week, I picked up a game on you, Sean. I went four yeah, and zero. I went four and zero, baby. You were great, Let's man. Let's fucking go. You went three and one. I was hoping for an zero and four week out of you, but we made too many similar picks for that to happen. The only pick that you had wrong was the Jets. Uh, I took yep. Miami in that, or excuse me, I took Philly in that game, but Miami minus three. I had Philly. You had the Jets uh, minus six and a half. I won that one. We both had Arizona minus seven and a half, and we both had New England plus three. And I didn't think I took that game, and I was like, "Why didn't I take this game?" Thank God I did. <laughs> so that puts me at twenty-two and twenty. You are at twenty-three and twenty. Amazing! Just because of that push, man. Yep, absolutely. The pushes. Um, all right, you ready to make some picks this week? I'm ready, and, and I'll lead off, and we'll start with your Jets. They're hosting the Saints. The Jets are a six-point home dog. I'm going to take the Jets again. Wow. They burned me last week, but Tom, Taysom Hill, four picks. He's starting again, and I'm not going to lie. I really liked what I saw of Wilson, and I think the worst thing was that obviously they didn't prepare for Minshew. Taysom Hill they'll prepare for. He stinks, and they don't have a running attack. Ingram's out. Kamara's out, and... I think the Jets will make enough plays to at least keep them in this game and cover the spread. So I'll take your New York Jets at home. I am going to take New Orleans minus six. I'm going to go with Sean Payton in this one. I think their running back is Taysom Hill, um, and they're going to be able to figure out a way to beat the Jets by a touchdown or more. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm just I'm just hoping for I knew I had a real strong inkling that you were going to take the Saints. <laughs> so I was like I need a reason, but I did like the way Wilson played. We didn't talk about it much when we went over the locals, but I did think Wilson played pretty well in that game. He did, especially in the first half. Um all right, next game up, Giants Chargers going to Los Angeles. Not much of a home field advantage out there. Chargers are favored by 10. What say you, my friend? I say Chargers. I know Williams and Allen and Keenan Allen have been on the COVID protocol list, and uh, but there is optimism according to Ian Rappaport as early as this afternoon when I last checked that they will be cleared to play. And Tom, to me, I don't really even care who plays. If Glenn, it, here's how bad the Giants have it: it's that hey, the Giants are hoping that Mike Lennon clears concussion protocol and comes back so they don't have to play Jake Fromm because Daniel Jones is out. That tells me all I need to know. We put up nine points in Miami. The Chargers are going to run away with this game. I'm going to tell you real fast, Tom. I know I think we kind of talked about this with the Flacco game a few weeks ago when the Jets played. This is as disinterested in a Giants game as I've been, I don't know, for how long. Because even when they sucked, I could be like, oh, what's Jones going to do? Or how are my rookies going to play? I don't give a fuck about this game. I actually am going the other way. Giants plus 10. The Chargers are a fringe playoff team, but they can't stop the run. Um, and I think the Giants will be able to hold it under double digits. I still think the Chargers are going to win, but I think the Giants are going to be able to keep 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 it under 10. So are you trusting that Saquon and Booker are actually going to play well? Yes. Uh, I'm trusting that they're going to do enough to put the Giants in position to score a little bit. Okay. All what right, do you got well- next? Good for you. I don't have any optimism at all. Going next, I got the Lions in Denver where the Broncos are an eight-point favorite. And, Tom, I'm going to ride the good vibes. I'm going to take the Lions. They're actually pretty good against the spread this year, man. I mean, they've boned a lot of people, including you and I, when we picked against them. Eight points is a lot for a Denver team that I don't think is very good at all. They've had their moments. They've had their weeks. But overall, I don't think they're that good. And the Lions hang in there. Goff is used to playing on West Coast time. I'm going to give the Lions a chance. Kind of like what you said about the Giants. I don't expect them to win, but I think they keep this game close. So I'll take the Lions uh, with the with the eight-point spread. Ballsy pick there. I am going to take – I'm going to look at the Kansas City game. I think this is the week that their offense starts to turn it around. They're favored by nine at home against the Raiders. The Raiders are going nowhere fast. Give me Kansas City minus nine. That's a tough one, really. Even after the chart, even after the Raiders beat Dallas and were within two to the Washington football team, Dallas, that was that was a classic Dallas Thanksgiving Day game, and I, I don't really care. It's 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 the Chiefs. It's at home. Okay, we'll be fine here. All right, my last game before your sperm bank pick of the week. I'm going to Cincinnati where the Bengals are one-and-a-half-point favorites against Oof. San Francisco. I stared at this game for a long time. I, I did, too, and Joe I went Burrow's with it. Joe Burrow's pinky I, scares I me. I in on it. I, it scares me, too. It scares me, too. But you know what else scares me is San Francisco is not great on the road. And, I mean, honestly, that injury to Samuel, what he does for that offense and what he does for Garoppolo – it's everything. He's a Swiss Army knife, and they don't have him. I don't know what the San Francisco team is, but I know it's not great. And Cincinnati, they're so much better than what they put up against the Chargers. I think that was just, hey, you throw it away. We've been rolling. I, I like Cincinnati at least to win by a field goal. So they're at home. I'm going to take the Bengals. 
Final game, Sperm Bank Pick of the Week. I went 4-0 last week, so you're welcome, boys, for making you a little scratch there if you went with my picks. Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football oh, in Green you're Bay doing it. against Chicago. I looked Chicago. at this one, too. I looked at this one, too. Aaron Rodgers got to talk that shit he backed up last time. Give me Green Bay minus 12.5, even though Justin Fields is coming back. The Packers have a very good, very underrated defense this year. Not worried about it at all. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones is back. Aaron Rodgers is going to sling. Give me the Packers minus 12.5. Sperm Bank pick More. of the week. Cash it in, boys. More benefit of rest than rust after a bye, huh? Yes. Well, Tom, this is, I don't know. I don't know. We probably don't even have the records anymore. But this has to be as close as we've been heading into the final stretch of the season in a while. Got to be. Got to be. It's it's exciting stuff. And this, this week may be the ultimate decider because I think we've gone against each other in both our head-to-head games here. And yep. these two games, I'm, I'm nervous about them, even though I was convincing with my sperm bank pick of the week, and I'm liking your picks, except eh, Detroit. Eh. Kind of we'll like your picks, the- too. I was staring at, actually, I wrote down the Sunday night game, and I scribbled it down. I was like, ah, I can't do 12 and a half. It's <laughs> too, too ballsy. But, hey, good job by you, and, and we'll see what happens. But, Tom, week 14 of the NFL is about to kick off in 50 minutes, so we should get to it. And, I can't believe we're already here, man. I know, bro. Well, enjoy the rest of the week, and we'll talk to everybody next week. Looking forward to it. Yes, sir.